Welcome back to our award-winning NPR podcast. Today we're discussing a recently published academic paper that proposes a new method for modeling a univariate random variable. That's right, Tom. The paper, titled Mixture Quantiles Estimated by Constrained Linear Regression, was written by Chung Peng, Yizhou Li, and Stan Uryasev, and was published on May 2, 2023. The authors made several contributions in their paper, including proposing a new family of distributions that offers high-shape flexibility and a more efficient estimation method using constrained linear regression. And this method can be viewed as the best fit in quantile-quantile plots and has proven to be asymptotically normal. They even conducted a case study demonstrating its numerical efficiency by estimating the distribution of historical drawdowns of the SP500 index. It's interesting to see the development of new methods in the field of statistics and data analysis. Let's dive deeper into the paper and see what we can learn. Welcome back to our NPR podcast, and today's episode is about a paper called Mixture Quantiles Estimated by Constrained Linear Regression, written by Cheng Peng, Yizhou Li, and Stan Uryasev in May 2023. In this paper, the authors discuss a method of modeling a univariate random variable using a new family of distributions. They developed this family with a quantile defined by a linear combination of some basis quantiles, which covers commonly used distributions and has high shape flexibility. Welcome to our podcast episode on mixture quantiles estimated by constrained linear regression. In this section, we will explain the technical notation used in the paper and introduce the mixture quantiles model. This model is used to estimate parameters in linear regression problems. We start by considering real-valued continuous random variables x, which are defined on a probability space. The p-quantile is defined as the smallest value, such that the random variable takes that value with a probability greater than or equal to p. We can then construct a family of quantile functions by linearly combining quantile functions from different location scale families. The mixture quantiles model is defined as a linear combination of these quantile functions. The model is represented by GPQ, where P is the confidence level, Q is the vector of unknown, non-negative coefficients, and QP are basis quantile functions. We can use either quantile functions of common distributions or monotone I-spline basis functions. It is important to note that the skewness of the distribution with quantile function GPQ depends on Q non-linearly if there are more than one quantile function in the mixture. Yes, let's break it down for our listeners. First, let's look at the notation used in the paper. And phi IgGj, j equals sign 1, represents the sample pj quantiles of n observations, and yn is the vector of j sample quantiles of n observations in ascending order. Right. And X represents the matrix of regression factors, where XG equals sign qui PJ. So the goal is to find a quantile function GP, Q, parametrized by Q, that is closest to the sample data at selected confidence levels FPJ, GJ, J equals sign 1. Exactly. And the distance is measured using various errors. E, where in this paper they focus on weighted LQ norm. They considered the weighted least absolute deviation regression, and weighted least squares regression that correspond to the weighted L1 and L2 norms. And they look at two interpretations of the residual EN, one being the consequence of an estimation error of PN, and the other being a random residual of sampling the PN quantile. This leads to different ways of dealing with outliers in the estimation. 
All right, so let's dive into section four of the paper, Mixture Quantiles Estimated by Constrained Linear Regression. Yes, and let's start with some notations. We have FWJJJ equal sign one equal sign non-negative weights, UP equal sign non-negative integrable weight function, and EKX equal sign JQXJ. Right, and then we have Q equal sign feasible set, XJ equal sign the jth row of matrix X with dimension J, I plus one, and FNQ equal sign 1J asterisk SJ add 1 to JWJ asterisk EQ, YJ, XJQ. And let's not forget about the Q equal sign weighted variant of objective function in 4, and FQ equal sign lim J yen, 1J asterisk SJ doll 1 to JWJ asterisk EQ, YJ, XJQ. Now let's focus on the case where J equal sign N, which basically means we treat the number of confidence levels the same as the sample size. All right, listeners. So we've been delving deep into this paper on mixture quantiles estimated by constrained linear regression, and we've got to the section on asymptotic normality. This section is pretty technical, so let's try to break it down. First, let's review some of the notations used in this section. We've got QY, which is the inverse function of GPQ, with respect to P, W, which is the weight matrix, C, which is the asymptotic covariance matrix of the difference between the sample quantile and the true quantile. And Cij is a component of the covariance matrix that depends on Pi, Pj, and the density function at those quantiles. H is another matrix that comes up in the calculations, and H0 is a derived matrix. Right, now let's get to the estimator itself. In this section, the estimator selects a fixed number of confidence levels, represented by J. This is different from section 4, where j was equal to n. According to the paper, using a fixed j value makes the estimator more robust to outliers, since only the sample pi quantiles are used in the regression. The paper also uses the weighted L2 norm as the error measure of choice. In the previous section of our podcast episode, we talked about the estimation of mixture quantiles using constrained linear regression. In this section, we will discuss the properties of the estimator obtained through weighted least squares regression. Before we dive deeper into the topic, it's important to note that the sample size, denoted as n, does not affect the conclusions we will be discussing. Therefore, we will omit the subscripts and superscripts that represent the sample size. The estimator objective function is denoted by E Y X Q and is equal to the dot product of Y and X Q multiplied by the symmetric positive definite weight matrix W. The closed form solution of the estimator can be written as B Q equal sign X zero W X inverse multiplied by X zero W Y. It's essential to note that the estimator is regarded as an L estimator since BQ can be interpreted as a linear combination of observations YI. Linear regression may sound a bit intimidating, but today we're going to break it down and explain how it can be combined with other techniques to improve estimation. That's right, Tom. One of these techniques involves imposing constraints and using robust error functions, especially when the sample size is small. Exactly. And when there are a large number of quantile functions in the mixture, we can select a few most important ones by imposing a cardinality constraint. Another option is adding a penalty on non-zero parameters to the objective function. Now let's break down some of the different constraints. One important constraint is the non-negativity constraint. This ensures that the function is monotone increasing and a valid quantile function. Absolutely, Tom. 
And all this hard work has led to the conclusion that the estimation of mixture quantiles can be improved by using constrained linear regression with optimization techniques, such as the EM algorithm. And that was a lot of scientific journals referenced in that paper. But what does it all mean and how does it relate to the topic of mixture quantiles estimated by constrained linear regression? Well, one conclusion drawn in the paper is a comparison of scaled quantile functions of fitted models for a numerical case study. The x-axis is log-transformed for better visualization of tail behavior. And how were these models fitted? They were fitted by minimizing the same error, and the models compared include least squares regression with cardinality constraint C, equal sign 1, 2, and coefficient L equal sign 1. 1, 1 1.9 of L1 penalty, and least absolute deviation, LAD, regression with cardinality constraint. C equal sign 1, 2, and coefficient L equal sign 1. 1, 1 1.9 of L1 penalty as well as others. According to the paper, all models, except for least squares regression with C equal sign 1, had better fit to the tail observations and almost overlapped each other. The two scaled quantile functions obtained by LAD regression and LAD regression with cardinality constraint C equals sign 2 were found to perform best in comparison to the MLE.